All right, good evening, folks. Um, this is Peter, Peter Hartzins, um, with the topic of the Tetrax uh, this evening, and I'm moderating and presenting at the same time. So, Michael, um, I kinda, can I deputize you to kind of keep us on track, particularly me if I'm going too much off track? Um, Michael? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear me? I hear you now. Um, okay. So here we are. This is going to be um, number 22 of these recordings, and I welcome everybody here. If just uh, for the record, if, if we go around, um, uh, we have here Joan, uh, myself, Wendy, Dabra, Michael, Bill, Alishaba, Vernon and Carol Sue, otherwise known as Sarah. Or as they say, you know, in OASPs, uh, alias Sarah. But anyway, welcome, folks. Um, and again, we will open with a prayer, but and again, we will ask who would like to do the opening prayer. Here. I'm trying I'll to hear the rumbling of everybody rushing to it. Okay, Vernon. Okay, all right, all right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and kindness, your tender mercy, your uprising today, that you bless us in this study today, um, conference, that we get more wisdom and knowledge and understanding through your precious word. That we have, uh, that we may hear from you and your uh, angel, and guide us into a higher, a higher walk, and a higher light, and a higher walk with Thee, O Father. So all we bless us, we ask in Your name, the Great I Am Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Vernon. Really appreciate that. Um, again, the presentation today is on the Tetrax. And I'm just going to read off here the different chapters, and then I want to start by reading first Serpenta Armijan, which is um, chapter one of Serpenta Armijan, daughter of um, Jehovah, and I'm going to read 20 and 21, but I will get to it. So we're doing, um, uh, how many have their, want to be checking this out with their own OOSP? Um, I think Michael had Michael. You did, Michael did give the chapters and verse, so um, perhaps I don't need to read them off. But if anybody wants to know, ask me. Um, and I'm going to ask those who ha may have the Owaspi, um if they wanted to read uh, one of the other verses. Um, again, I'm going to say I think personally, and from what I've read so far, that the tetracts are one of the most important things that we have to um, work on overcoming to to really allow the light to grow and our spiritual body to grow. So here we go, um, and please bear with my reading ability here. So this is verse 20 of chapter 21. Serpenta Armaja spake, from Jehovah's throne, saying, "What is the deliverance of man? Is uh, it from?" Me. 
can you what where where I mean what uh, what was the book that you said? The Penta Armaja. That's oh, okay. Chapter Right, that's what I'm reading from now and it's so I'm gonna be reading verses twenty and twenty one. Chapter one of twenty and twenty one? Yeah, chapter one, verse twenty and verse twenty one. Okay, got you. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No problem. Um Sepenta Armaja spake from Jehovah's throne, saying, What is the deliverance of man? It is from his mother's womb. It is from his corporeal body. It is from the corporeal world and her atmosphere. There, and it does it as question marks, but it is an affirmation as such. There, three births birth have the Father given unto all men, i.e. human beings. In the first, man has nothing to do as to his shaping or time in his mother's womb. In the second, the page, sorry. In the second, he has little more to do as to directing his course during his mortal life. And I, w- I want you to really think about that, this other one I just read. Man has little more to do, little more to do as to the directing his course during his mortal life. And we're going to go back to that. But for the third, for the higher heavens, he must work for his own deliverance. Mm. Penta Armaja said, Three kinds of earth deliverance for man created the creator. First from his mother's womb, coming, crying, blank, and helpless. Second from the tetracts, earthly passions and desires, serious and full of fear. Third from the enemies of the great spirit. This is the feast of Sepeta. Um, so here that statement about we have little power to direct what is going on the path of our life and this ties in I think with astrological information times of birth all this kind of thing Uh, there's another passage in the Oasis that states that we have 50 we have we can have uh, directional you know c- control over our lives at the most fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So there, this kind of speaks of the concept of destiny. Um, and I wanted to read Sapenta Amajar first, as to kind of set the stage for this. So again, as I said, uh, sorry, someone came on. Yeah, it's Richardson up here. Okay. Welcome. Let me just get your name down. Um, Richardson. Okay, I would like now, um, if someone who has the OSB, we will go to one of the other verses, and who would be up for reading that? 
This is Vernon again, if no one else. I'll give somebody else a chance. Okay, so we're... Um, the Lord's first book, uh, verse 68. All right. The Lord's first book, verse 68. All yeah, the right. Fir- the Lord's first book, verse 68. Now, since mm-hmm. different people have different OASPs, the page numbers would be different. So it's the the Lord's first book, verse 68. Right. I got you. And I hope I got it right. (laughs) I, I have a question. Yes. To pronounce that word, I don't know why I call it T-Track. But it's called people, listen, I, you know, no one's really told us what the correct T-track. pronunciation. Some people say T-Tracks, some people say Tetracks, uh, some people might say T-Tracks. So at this point, uh, since there's no real lexicon other than, you know, basic phonetics in our language, um, T-Tracks are fine. Okay. All right. All right. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Anytime. Go ahead. All right. Uh, verse 68. Everyone have it. They shall remember the seven T-tracks. Uh, uh, diver. Uh, the enticing evil. Raw. The flesh evil. Zuma. Zuma, the joking evil, uh, Bell, yeah, evil, no, Bell, worthless, Oven, vanity, Anash, delight and destruction, Satan, desire for the leadership, which is the captain of, of death. Okay, um, Michael, so everybody just kind of if, hold on to that. So I'm I'm just going to reiterate it here to just go again so we kind of press the names in our, in our mind. Um, and I got to find my glasses. Hello, glasses. Where are you? Um, okay, found them. Again, um, anash, which is persistent stubbornness by word or thought, and the delight in destruction. The zimmer, um, zimma, wicked devices, negating, negativing every good thing by holding it up to ridicule. It is the joking evil. Mm-hmm. And device here, I think means not just like machinery, a device, you know, a plan, a, a scheme, or devices. Um, Ra, the delight in being bad, the flesh evil, which may even be the desire when people uh, isn't marked on the street or near the sidewalk would like to walk in the street where they have to walk in a certain way but don't want to. That's just the mischief kind of thing of our flesh desires. They yell is worthlessness 
inertia, laziness, if you will. Deborah, love of slander and the reporting of evils, the enticing evil. I want to leave the question in your mind to think about what is the difference between needing to give up information and forming on a situation that's bad uh, opposed to tattling. So hold that and want to... Opposed to what, Keith? Opposed to tattling. Like when do you give information up because it's, it's dangerous information? So what's the difference between that and tattling? So let's just hold that and we'll... How do you spell that word? I'm sorry, what? How do you spell that word? Tattling? Mm-hmm. You know, when you tat, when a kid says you're tattling? Oh, tattletale. For tattletale. A tattletale. Oh, tattling. Not yeah. tattling. What accent were you saying that in? The one with people, someone who has some of his teeth missing. <laughs> well, it's it's not, maybe from the south. If I had thought you were from the deep south, I might have gone. Well, that comes out too, but it's also space between, space in the, well, anyway, you know. <laughs> so, Catholic, you know, okay. Uh, okay. You know you. I, saw, I saw Johnny doing this, blah, 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 opposed to really needing to give up information about people doing something that's not right. Um, and, ble- and, and bless our whistleblower. <laughs> what was that? I said, and bless our whistleblower. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's all around the mulberry bush with some of this stuff. Um, Satan, the leader of the other six, is a desire for self glorification and leadership to rule over mm-hmm. others. Um, like I said, I want to kind of go over each of these chapters with you. Michael. Yes. Would you do um, book of uh, book of Af, Af, A-T-H, Son of Jehovah, um, I think it's ver- a chapter XII, verse 10 and 11. I thought that's what you just did. No, I just did. I just read out of um, my little booklet on Ascension that has the tetracks listed. I was just enforcing what Vernon had read. Okay, that's the... Some of this will be repetitive, but I remember I was trying to make a a statement here of the importance of of being aware of... um, our vices, if you, these seven vices or tetracts. So, and it's XII and verse 10 and 11. Okay, the book of eight. Okay. Um, hold on here. All right. Verse 10, which is to say, these are the inheritances of all men born on the earth. Anash, which is persistent stubbornness by word or thought. Zema, wicked devices. Ra, delight in being bad. 
Thou yah, worthlessness, avin, vanity and self-conceit, gabah, slander and reporting of evils, and Satan, to be a leader, and especially to the delight of the other six entities. I think an important piece there is that, and um, is that these tetracts is something that is everybody has to some degree. That this is on our shoulders, as it says in some other part of Owaspi, for us to deal with, um, to overcome. Um, And now. Oh, let me read verse 9, too. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, verse 9. Uh, sorry about that. God said, instruct the Lord that the time is now come to reveal to mortals, especially to the ions, the seven tetracts, or as the ashars are withdrawn apace, so shall mortals advance apace. Okay, so and what? So that was because I had written ten and eleven, but is is that was nine, right? Yeah, that was nine. It's not ten. In, and in what's the ele- what's eleven? Um, eleven is uh, these are the members of the beast person Ed of all men and women under the sun. Nor is anyone without them in some manner or degree. Go ye therefore to the Lord and say to them, Jehovah hath set the beginning of the resurrection through Ace, his son, chief of the ark of Noah, to lay the tetrach on the shoulders of mortals. Now, there seems to be an implication there that. This is after the flood. This seems to be an implication there that up until that time, uh, as we'll see in another passage, the the tetracts were part and parcel of Anramanius' body, but it was not the responsible of man to work on their own individual um, uh negative part of their of our nature. I mean, that's the impression I got. Anybody, any thoughts on that? Mm. Aramanus, you mean that's the evil, just the principle of evil? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, and Aramanus, uh, which I will go into in the book of God's Word, um, okay. which is the okay. next one I want to go into. So for those who have not seen what Anromanius is, Anromanius is it's sometimes called death, but it is the like the, the incarnation or the existence of the negative, of evil. And in one part, which I may get to um, in the part I'm looking for or in that same chapter, um, it refers to the four... Um, the four heads of the beast, or Anromanius, and it talks about Anromanius having been a person but was not a person anymore. So um, 
if you make your circle and you make and you see the cross of fate in Owaspi, which is this cross, and on and in the corners of the cross, the dark, the four dark corners, and they are ignorance, selfishness, anger, and lust. Oh. And it refers to and Romanius as um, that the, that those who are evil or unripe can hear the voice of evil. So if you look at the symbol of the cross as fate, that's unity. It's all it's not broken up, but and Romania is, is disunity, the four dark corners that are separated from each other. So in that sense, evil is that which is against the unity of the whole. Okay. Uh I have something to ask you again. Let me ask you. So you saying the four corners? I'm sorry. What? I um I'm, I'm I was writing it down. Wait a minute. Um. Hold on one second. You said the four corners of the evil in the corner is lust. Okay. Wait. Uh, ignorance. Uh, ignorance. Selfishness. Anger, anger, lust. and what? Lust. You know what was this other one? I'll go because I remember it, them together. Ignorance, selfishness, anger. Okay, selfishness. Lust. And I think here to understand that lust isn't when we think of lust as one kind of lust usually in our culture, but one can lust after money. One can lust after fame. Right, or covetousness after someone. Yeah, it is, it is a, a covenant, but to the point where you just don't covenant it, their reason goes out the window because you want it, you know, like someone who stalks someone. Does he got it in mind? I got to have this, period. Right. Okay, got to have it. Got to have it. Um, and I'm looking for um, that. Um, Oh, Book of God's Word. That's Fragapati. I wanted to ask you, in your book, you know it's in chapter 13, not 12, right? I'm sorry, what? You know, this is what you're talking about. It's in chapter 13, not 12. It sounds like you said X-I-I, or did you say X-3-I? X-I-I in the one that um, Michael read. In the but book it's, of Alpha, A-T-H. It's X. I'm sorry, what? Chapter 13. It's chapter 13. I might have, listen, I may have, believe me, I'm the legally blind guy. Copping this stuff down was not, so I thought it was two eyes, but it could have been three, so I stand Yeah, it's It's 13. That's okay. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so um, again, so if someone would look up um, Book of God's Word, who wants to read that one? Book of God's Word, and it is chapter XI, verse 4. And I'm going to look for it myself. Yeah, it's uh, that's uh, chapter 11, verse 4, the Book of God's Word. Right. Yeah. So i got to get... To Fragapati and 
get back to that. Um, So who would want to read that? I'll read it, Dabra. Okay. Um, Ormaz then created death. Anra Manius, with seven heads, created he him. First, vanity, and then in parentheses, UK, up. Then, tattling, and again in parentheses, OWOW, ow, ow. Then, worthlessness, and again in parentheses, hoisy. Then, lying, and in parentheses, U-G-S-G apostrophe G-A, Uxka. Then incurable wickedness, uh, in parentheses, H-I-S-S-D-E, his I guess like a serpent does. Yeah, actually it does, doesn't it? Um, then evil, inventions for evil, mm. in parentheses, B-O-W-H, um, uh, Apostrophe, H-I-S-S, bow, hiss. Then king and leader, and in parentheses, D-A-E-V-A-S, Davis. Diva, Deva. So all those divas out there, look out. Uh, yeah, really. But also in, in, in different writings, divas can be, as divine beings, can be looked at as bad or good depending at the period of time. But again, I wanted to bring out, as you saw, now we're talking about Anramanius, the existence of the, this entity opposed mm. to our own tetracts. So mm. we work on our tetracts. What, by working on our tetracts, we are, in a sense, unconnecting ourselves from the vibration, the stronger mm. vibration of Anramanius. That, so... When we're talking about overcoming self, we also have to understand, I think, and this is from you know my own studies, and I'm certainly not saying this is gospel, but that we'll, we, who we can work on is ourselves. But yeah. a society has its own tetracts, its own social negative vices. Mm-hmm. And that has to be undone and that is the work of the angel too and us working to undo the evils of the world in the sense of working together to clear the darkness to um make you know the communities themselves are talking about Owaspi or are the counter to to what is so the social injustices that we have in our culture is part of the the group Tetrak. Does this make hmm. sense to you guys? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I remember reading this and I said, you know, I've got to really kind of bring this out because we're, there are two different realities here. And that that goes back to that other statement when it says, you know, it was after the flood that we matured enough as a species to be able to start cleaning our own house. Wow. Okay. Remember, the planet starting off, it is a living being. So it has its birth. uh, 
it has its childhood, it has its adolescence, et cetera, et cetera. Right, it does have four stages. Right, so certain things can only happen in in the the way from way above. It's been set to happen on the roadway. Mm-hmm. Part yeah. of the God's word is it wasn't until the time of Fragapati that the word of the Creator could be fixed into the fabric of the earth and atmosphere. And that's an important piece because it was saying then that Mother Earth was starting to be a mature young planetary woman. You know, you know, see what I'm saying? Um, In other words, it was like a baptism. I'm sorry, what, Michael? I was saying this is like a baptism in a way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, or sort of, you know, it's like, um, uh, uh, oh, come on, I can't think of the right. Uh, about mitzvah, you know? I mean, okay, Earth, you're 13, now you can hold the word. Okay. Um, so, and, and I just really personally think it's really important to be understanding the, the larger thing of the Anromanius. Um, well, I, I, I'm, I'm getting it as the, okay, now I know there's four stages of inhabitation and creation and uh, barrenness and depth, but within the in-creation, where it sounds like you're saying that there are, there are four stages within that creation period, time period, the 72,000 years that we're here. Because uh, I think from my understanding, when I read the Ark of Noah is the 17th cycle, which is 24,000 years ago, and now through that ripening of man graduating or the earth graduating, like you're saying, from the Bar Mitzvah, if you want to say that, or the age of 14, let's use that. I can use that through the Awaspia. Yes, I mean, 13, 13 14 is that maturity yeah. level. Right, the beginning of adult, we were talking about that, the beginning of adult, adult age of being responsible. I think that's the way I'm looking at it. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I, th- I think it's part of it. I mean, it, sometimes I get a little confused about how old, how many years, but it would seem around from, from Zarathustra's time on, we're getting more and more responsibility as creatures that, that have... Um, are growing in, in comprehensible judgment that we can right. measure things. Because right. we have to remember, too, the Ions were not a perfect people. They did what they did because their development was such that they could be open from, from the direct inspiration from heaven upon them. But they weren't a finished product. And, no. and Anubis, in one sense, isn't a finished product until the latter parts of Cosmic, when it's almost time to go. Then when the, the species has been perfected. Mm. So we're in the unfolding of that in what they say, in, you know, I see the, the, the birth of the new race, the Cosmic race, that's going to be born more balanced and more in um, tune with the higher heavens. Because the roadway of the great serpent is moving inward more in the Ethereum heavens, mm-hmm. use it as an example. So it's it's moved in a different place. 
So as it goes into the, the zones of all these different Assyrian gods, there's different requirements or different age grades, if you will, upon the earth as to what we can do collectively and individually. That's what I'm I, kind of that's the impression I get. Uh, any uh, ideas on this, folks? Anybody uh, else? Want to make I'm a hearing comment? you. Oh, I wait for somebody else because you got to be going in. Uh, I hear you what you're saying because, uh, I mean, the way how I see it, I mean, even in this 171 year, um, I'm just seeing, and rapidly, I've been seeing a little changes going on in the past couple of years since I've been in the Awaspi of people's person, people are changing slowly. Mm-hmm. What was that what you're saying? And, and it's, I, I mean, I noticed it, you know. People are more peaceful and nicer to each other lately. I mean, maybe just me, but I see what you're saying of being, more, and people are seeing like, like in my neighborhood, is being more responsible. Right. People are addressing each other kindly, and my whole neighborhood is just changing like that, you know. And and, and um, on a larger scale, you look at the yeah. during the First World War, there was terrible nationalism in the sense of, you know, almost. The, false pride in, in nations and, and stubbornness. And if you were a conscientious adeptic, then you just went to jail. You you got to go to war, you go to jail. You got to go kill people. The Second World War, there were there were there were allowances for con- con- conscientious objectors and less nationalism. Um, in Vietnam, definitely more conscientious objectors and respecting it and less fanatical nationalism. So it's all part of this growth in general. And, and, and like anything else, you make a step forward, you make two steps backwards sometimes, you know, and it, it's not just smooth run. Right. Um, right. I would like someone, so we can get the chapters out of the way, who would be willing to read Book of Osiris, um, Chapter XI. Um, Michael D., uh, I think it's... Um, Verse 14. It's chapter, 11. it's chapter 11, verse 14. Okay. Michael, you want to read it? Or anybody else? All right, let me see if I find it. Chapter 11. Hold on. Oh it's a short. It's a short verse. Okay, let me find it. Um, so that's chapter eleven, verse fourteen. Okay. Uh, and that all evil cometh from the T-Trax, that is evil disposition, editor, born with man's mortal condition. So. I think we we have a pretty good basis for for the discussion understanding, but even more importantly, our uh, own um, scrutinizing and assessing ourselves uh, and and coming to understand when we're doing something selfishly or unselfishly. I mean, it's it, again as we see in Olaspi, um the the folks in the second resurrection who became false gods and lords 
obviously they still had not overcome the problem. So, you know, um, how much we can do may be debatable, but what we're called to do as much as we can do. Uh, One of the things that strikes me here is on the medicine wheel teachings from some of the Plains tribes and Native American tribes, uh, the place in the West is is a place uh, of sunset, uh, and it's the place of introspection, the place of the looks within place. And it strikes me as an important starting point. I think you were referencing something to this effect that it's going to take a person's ability to look within themselves and to find these shortcomings. Yeah, it's a self-analysis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Um, if I tell you you have it, uh, you may dismiss me or whatever. But if if you see it yourself... Uh-huh. That's where it, where it can really start is right. the, the looks within place, which in the medicine wheel teachings is in the West. In the West is where the sun goes down, and in the old times, the only light that was available after dark, uh, there was firelight, there was you know moonlight, starlight. And other than that, it was spiritual light. But when the sun went down, because there weren't so many distractions, right. people had the option it was easier to go look within themselves. Well, there's even a line in the Quran that goes that, that the day is for work and, and, well, basically for doing business. The nighttime is the time for for uh, vigil and meditation. Yeah. Uh, so very very similar things you'll find in, 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 in different religions. And I think, you know, again, for us as faithists, is first just to accept that this condition exists and then take it on ourselves and work together when we think, when we can, of, of identifying. And I want to make an example because usually we think, um, we think of Satan in the sense of, oh, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to get people to follow me. But it's not the only way selfishness works. Some when when people get everybody to do things for them, that things that they can do themselves, they are starting to control people. This also could be an act of getting power over people by feigning helplessness when they're not helpless. <laughs> That's true. So what I'm trying to state here is under some things that we don't think is selfish on the surface really is. I've I've seen a number of uh, behavioral health organizations where on one level it looks like a good organization that's organizing to do good work for other people, to help people, but uh, you can have some pretty vicious leadership uh, that does a lot of damage. Uh, What I like to call, and it's not just in behavioral health. uh, It's uh, everywhere, probably. (laughs) Corporate fascism. (laughs) Well, I've seen that... um dealing with the homeless or people in uh, or this food bank thing that they got in these churches. Um, they're taking that 501, I guess you call it 3C or whatever you call it, and they're saying they're helping, but really uh, they're pimping for themselves and 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 and, uh, and doing and living in luxury. Uh, the pastor and, 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 and some of the people who was part of the organization. So I see what you're saying. 
on that note. Um, but I think that that personal, I mean, I'm thinking about meditation day and night. And that's, that to me, personal uh, observation on oneself 24-7. Um, this is where I'm looking at it. I'm checking myself daily as I'm walking through this uh, pilgrimage that I'm going through um, and, and see the good and the bad and the ugly and within myself what I need to get rid of or do I still want to clean on it, you know. So that's, that's the way I'm looking at this uh, T-Rex thing. Right. It's, um, oh, I just thought because you said the way you said said that, it almost sounded like T-Rex. But in a way, the Tetrax are our T-Rex. Mm-hmm. A big old dinosaur that can eat us up. <laughs> uh, and I just want to make one more point, and then I really want to try to get more comments and, and thoughts about this from everybody here, because this, this to me is a very important subject, and I hope it is to you guys. Um, we have the example of um, oh, okay, uh, Anosh. I think his name was Anosh. So I, um, Oh, I can't remember. But he was the false god who went to hell twice, and he became the second highest in uh, regular god in heaven. He went to hell twice. Mm. Uh, Anasage. Anasage was his, his given name. And here's a guy who went to hell twice. Now, the first time when he came out, he gave the appearance of mm. changing his tomb. He was selfless in his actions to people. He went and cleaned the dredges. He, you know, did all the dirty jobs. He hadn't changed, though, because he had not overcome his jealousies, his bitternesses, but he knew how to run a good game. Wow. And And when it all came out, there's a line in Oscar. He says that even the gods cannot distinguish when something something is selfish or unselfish as to motivation. Um, and then it, it assumes that you know he got it straight after, but he had to go to hell the second time before he got it. Now you know that to me is just stands out in my head. It's like you know he gets to be. Like basically the vice president of heaven, legitimately, uh-uh. and then rebels. Wow, that's heavy. That's heavy. So that kind of reminds me of like you know we really got a lot of work to do. So what I want to do now is go and ask folks to um, uh, speak their mind on this if they want. Um, Elishaba, are you still there? I don't know if Elishaba is still there. Okay. Um, so I'll go down the list. Joan, any comments? Elishaba is still here. I'm oh, here. you're there. Okay, good. Uh, Elishaba, um, any any thoughts you have on this? No, I'm just listening because I'm trying to follow the terminologies and the different words that you all are saying. I'm just listening. I'm trying to comprehend. 
Well, as I said, you know, the simplest way I works for me is that we have seven vices, which are not too much different with the Catholic Church is about the seven sins, and it has to do with selfishness, um, laziness, uh, trying to put the blame on others, vanity, self-conceit, um, uh, things like that. So, uh, and and it's in there, and hopefully, you know, we can get this OWASP recorded correctly, and it will be uh, available to you and to me, for that matter, and other people with visual or other physical handicaps that have trouble reading. Um, right, right. Well, I'm just listening so that I can learn by listening. Right. Uh, and that's one of the best. So I'm going to, okay, we're going to go. Joan, any comments? Well, the thing I found with myself is that um, the tetracks are very subtle. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you don't really realize that you're doing something out of self-motivation when you think you're doing it because you're being a good person. And you really have to learn, at least I've had to learn, to um, examine my motives. Why why do I want to do something? Why do I want to get involved in something? And you have to learn to be honest with yourself. This is this is the thing I have found. I'll never forget. I was sitting here thinking about it. I never will forget. Many years ago, um, I had a a private school, and um, I was puzzled about how to deal with one of the teachers. And I suddenly realized that the reason I was having a problem was I was trying to deal with her to show that I knew more than she did, and that wasn't the right way to do it. Um, You have to be so, so honest with yourself, I guess, and really think about your motivation. Um, like you talked about tattling and and um, uh, reporting of evils. Uh, <laughs> that's a hard one. That's a hard one because you really have to find out if you're trying to protect someone or help someone or if you're trying to be a big shot. Yeah. And then, you know, you have it also the the reality in in neighborhoods that are blighted and full of crime and people, you know, really the honest, good people in those neighborhoods are afraid of getting in trouble. And so, uh, no, I didn't see nothing. I didn't, you know, the whole block blew up, but no, I didn't see nothing. So, you know, when when do you talk? When don't you? Um, Now I'm going to go, Wendy. Wendy, you still there? 
Wendy? Okay. Deborah? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, what's your thoughts on this? Probably way too many to even go into. It was a really good topic, and I thought what was very interesting, well, what Joan just said is, you know, so is so true. I mean, our, our need for self-introspection and to be honest with ourselves, you know, that's no easy feat, really. Yeah, I um, think... What impressed me was the fact that I think it was in the first uh, verse and chapter, or maybe it was the second one, where it referred to the, the you know, the, the tetracts as um, entities. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was like, wow, you know, that, that was, I never thought of it that way before. So. Yeah. And, and they are, they're energy fields that can build up. And if, if we remember um, that the false gods, um, basically they see their tetrach as someone outside of themselves. Tetrachs can take the look of spirits, but it is our own negative self or unself, if you will, um, manifesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty heavy. If you, for, for me, that's like women, you know. So, really if, so if you develop in your psychic abilities and your spiritual ability, spiritual meaning here as another dimension, um, the flip of that, the more powerful your mind is, your mind gets even more powerful on the negative as well to deceive yourself by coming to you as somebody else that you're going to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the potential is always there. So uh, to me, that's like, whoa. And then, you know, Owaspi says um, to seek leadership is an act of self. But mm-hmm. to not accept it when it's offered is selfishness. Yeah. yeah it's a, well, everything is such a fine line, and that's why it's it's just important uh, to be... Me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Peter, repeat that again one more time. Okay. Um, in philosophy, it says, and I don't remember where, so please forgive me. I think it's... The desire be. leadership is selfish. Uh-huh. To reject leadership when it's offered, I'm putting it in my own words, is selfish. Yeah, it's in the book. I I, I, I relate to that. I just wanted to make sure I was actually hearing that. Yeah, it's it's a trick in a way. And that happened to me. Um, Michael, first, what what book is it in? It's in the book of Jehovah's Kingdom on Earth, but I don't know where. I I just read it. Okay. So... When I was working in the Bronx at the rehab place, um, I was offered the senior counselor position. And I got to tell you, some of my fellow staff members seemed a little crazier than the clients, you know? And (laughs) I, I I did not want the job, okay? And... So I turned it down twice, and, you know, I'm kind of feeling good about it. And I found that quote, and I got 
Jehovah, why are you doing this to me, Father? You know? <laughs> they came again, and they had offered the position. And I said, oh, I guess i got to do this. Um, and, and it worked out. But the, the point is that it is a catch-22 kind of thing. And being too humble or too shy also may be selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I relate to that. That's why I asked you. Right. So I'm saying it's it's I guess you know there's somewhere in Ovas it talks basically if you it's like the the well like in the Kabbalah you've got you know the you've got the the center uh, pillar and the left and the right so balancing oneself. In one center, thinking one's spine, you know that. So Jehovah is the center, the central, where the left and the right is balanced out, you know, um, kind of thing. So, but it's it's easy to talk about it, to do it. Um, it is is another thing. Um, so, Michael, any any thoughts? Yeah, I just I just found that verse. If anybody wants it, uh, about selfishness uh, and denying would be refusing would be selfish. Uh, yeah, I want the verse. Yeah, it's the Book of Jehovah's Kingdom on Earth, chapter seven, verse twenty-three. All right. Thank you. Okay. And so, Michael, what? Uh, any any thoughts on this? Uh, just uh, I'm just curious. It's kind of a stupid question, maybe, but is that I think it's called Aramandus? Aramandus, you mean? Aramandus, yeah. Is that that similar to is it Araman and Ormond? No, no. I mean, I guess wait a minute. Going back to Zarathustra thing, if I remember correctly. I think yeah, probably. I mean, the Zoroasterism that exists today has been corrupted too, to some degree. So, but yeah, probably that is goes to the Aramaic. Yeah, they do have that in Zoroasterism. I just wondered if that was the same. Right, thing. because it is it is the force of evil of an Aramaic. It, it sometimes it's personalized, but it's really the it, there's a dark force and there's a light force, and um, and they're always back and forth with each other. And in in, in contemporary Zoroasterism, which I mean the Zoroasterism that became the state religion of Persia between 3 and 500 AD, um, 500, yeah, 300 AD BC, uh, is not the original. And in the original, you have Ormaz, or at least in most of the writings, it's not mentioned, who is, is Jehovah. But in, in the in some of the the contemporary Zoroasterism, that this this wrestling match between the dark and the light is just going on back and forth, um, each trying to wrestle for supremacy, mm-hmm. as as I understand it anyway from what I've studied. Okay. Um, also, there was one more verse you want to read that had tech tracks. Okay, if you got it, I would appreciate it. It's in the Book of Osiris. Chapter 12, verse 10. But ye shall teach them to to fear no spirit, nor Lord, nor God. 
teaching them that by their own wills, they can cast out the sick tracks, which assume to be spirits. Rather, inspire ye them to be gods and goddesses themselves. And by their aspirations, they will become large and powerful and of fearless disposition. I, I, I wish I had remembered, because I think that is one of the kind of points that I'm making. Though in Osiris's time, that also led to over-materialism, but that was part of the cycle to develop a strong corporeal mentality and person. But we need, I think we really need to do that in this. We have the judges. They're going to do things. The anti-Jehovian um, Brotherhood of Hawk, they're going to be doing their thing. But they're external. And to go back to the old thing that's almost every religion and philosophy or even with atheists, one is one's own greatest enemy, oneself. And what we're talking about here is that part of the self, that our Satan or our adversary that's part of us is what we have to overcome to be able not to be succumbed, in my opinion, by the outside forces. What it's how you think of yourself as worthwhile, not overly, you know, like I'm better than anybody, but uh, of that I have the strength, the creator's light and power is in me. Um, I need to purify myself so I can be a good vessel to express that. Um, but is, there's, a, there's a, I find there's a trap, and I've fallen into it, to give too much power to the dridges. Oh, the bad dridges, they're here, they're doing this all to me. You keep doing that, and you become scared. What if you was say, the verse of that again, Michael? Uh, the last one I read? Yeah. Uh, that was the book of Cyrus. Chapter 12, verse 10. Okay, thank you. So, you know, we we have that work. And, again, much of it seems from that first one that was read that m much of our destiny is made for us. We're going to have certain trials and tribulations by who we are, um, what we need as to how we were designed as a, as a unique individual that is going to help develop us as we go to be the, I'm going to use the word perfect, but maybe it's not even there, the perfected uniqueness in nirvana, in the nirvana in heaven. Um, so what... What ills and good things that befall us, some of it just may be fixed. So we have free will how to deal with what befalls us. But we don't always have full control over what will befall us according to our life plan that has been set for us. So free will and destiny seems, seems for me to, to have an interplay. Uh, and the example I use, you have a city, all the streets are in place, how you walk down those city streets, how you interact with people, that's the free will. 
Anyway, let me let me move on. I don't want to be I'm talking too much. Um, um, Bill, uh, any more comments you'd like to make? Well, one way I, I, I think of it, sometimes it's it's over overly simplified, but just learning how to distinguish between the true self and the false self mm. uh, within ourselves. Yeah. So that takes that ability to look within. Uh, power can harm or it can heal. So as people unfold and they open up to different gifts or powers, uh, how do they use it? What's the intent with it? Is it coming from uh, a place of light of the creator or is it coming from a place of unrightness? Uh, and so, so a person could have a desire for these powers or whatever, and there's yogic practices, meditation practices, different things that can open up powers, but the person may not be ripe enough to use them in a good way, so they could do a lot of damage. Well, one of the definitions that I found of power is just the ability to do. You lift your finger, that's power. So there's power in all kinds of things. As you said, Bill, how are you going to use the power is is the question. Not to be afraid of power, but to know how to use it. And I personally like the term unripe opposed to evil when we come into people. Because when we start thinking of people as being evil, then we're not giving them a chance to to get past their unripeness. Um, we and get conditioned. Person oh, that person's there. Their background, and, you, you see some of the burdens they're having to overcome. And if you just say, well, they're evil, uh, they don't, like you say, you're not creating a mind space, a psychic space for them to come into terms with what they need to deal with. Right. You can make their burden heavier and you can actually kind of lock them into something when they may be ready to to evolve out of it. Well, I think Owaspi is very, very good about that when it says, you know, see the good in people, but also understand the birth the understanding of their surroundings and basically doesn't say it that way, but their genetic inheritance from, from the animal man, you know? Um, so when more we see the good, the more we can pull it out of those people by seeing it. What we concentrate on is what we get. Um, okay. Um, Vernon? Vernon, you still on? Uh yes, I'm still on. I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of great things. Uh, what came to me as you were just talking about ripe and unripe, because I read that today. Um, how we have called evil, but the Creator called it ripe and unripe. And I'm like you, I'm starting to use the word unripe because they can get ripe. Um, um, and without without right, without unripe, they wouldn't be right. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm getting an understanding. And one thing I'm learning too, and I'm and read. I've been reading this chapter one, this piece of paper that uh, that was passed to me from y'all dealing with the uh, T-Rex. Um, I'm thinking about am I a kingdom builder or a kingdom destroyer? And um, I'm thinking about how I must remain more humble. Uh, in my walk, even things that I know, and dealing with other people who's in uh, religion that they have not came out of, and being more kind and gentle and tolerant, and then mm-hmm. ever before, then to, you know, uh, look down or upon. 
I pray that I'll never get like that. You know, ever since I've been in there Waspy, I've learned not to be that way. Because when I was caught up in other, the Israelite movement, oh, we was definitely that way, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, now, yeah, yeah. they were popping with that, man. Well, I was pop. I mean, I was popping it off the frame. But even when I was in the Pentecostal movement, I was popping it out the frame. I tell you, you're going to hell real quick if you ain't baptized in Jesus' name and speaking in tongues. You're on your way to hell. So, <laughs> but I'm just thinking, praise the Creator, how He has turned my life around on this. Now, I'm looking at this paper here, and I like what I see in this paper about the path of light. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the word of in. Thormint, I think that is the way E N T H R A L M E N T and Thormint of the T Rex. Okay. So I'm looking at the state of being enslaved or of fascinated. Uh, and I'm looking at the word of the clenching, the spirit of the Lord Heaven. Uh, the activities in the surface of our life and abide in our immediate surroundings. And these things that we have to work, that we have to work on at a daily basis. Uh, I can see the good when you, when the brother was saying shine the light within ourselves, I'm seeing the good and the bad and the ugly. Uh, well, uh, well, good and ugly or whatever, how, and when I'm, but in my, it been times, the more I let go, because it is with us forever, and there's the, there's only two sides of us, you know, within us that spiritual part and that beastly part. So, overriding the beast, and that's a daily, daily walk. And I found out the more I practice the righteousness of the Creator and holiness, and like the sister said, check out my personal motive. Where's my motive? Is it to be seen, or or is it to be glory to get the Creator glorified, or to glorify myself? Mm-hmm. So, so this is where I see that we, it says, but by our lives given to holiness, serving, serving, seek the strength, the power of the overcoming in the hearts of our fellow men. So, yeah. um, I'll tell you one thing. Um, um, the one part I'm trying to figure out will be, if you ask this question, Amorites, I think it's A M. Yeah, Amorites and uh, Ahiba, which is Ahiba. I think that's what uh, is that the uh, the good angels or something like that. No, Amorites is forgiveness. Ahiba is um, is uh, the the uh, uh, adorable divine love, love. divine love, love, basically. And and think about this, Ahiba. What was the name? What was one of the names for the Jews? Hebrews. And he says, I'm, right. going to, I'm going to give you my name. I am love, Ahiba. Oh, okay, because I was looking at it as a Hebrew word because I was looking at something. I can't think about something about Hebrewitic and something I read earlier today in, 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 uh, in the response of all of this. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let wow. me find – I'm going to look up – Tony, you were talking, you were saying at the same time, and I couldn't understand it. Eva means what? What was that? 
Heba means what? I couldn't understand Ahiba, Ahiba means uh, uh, divine love or the adorable love. Ahiba. I thought you were saying Eva. No, Ahiba. Okay, that's a never Right. And what I said was that, you know, in the regular Bible, it says, I'm going to give you my name, and the name was, you know, could be assumed, uh, the Hebrews, the people of Ahiba. Now, this is my own contention, so I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, but it kind of makes sense for me. But I'm looking, I'm looking for, in the book of Safa, the definition of, of, um, of, uh, uh, of of Ahiba and uh, well not of Ahiba but of Amareth. So give me give me a minute here. Yeah. So I, I what I read right here is forgiveness. It says yeah. let us Amareth is a forgiveness. And when you can forgive then Divine love flows into you, and it flows out of you as forgiveness. Yeah, and it seems like it says great forgiveness. And then I'm looking at let us look to the day for strengthening on the path of forgoing, and let us let us here await to the coming of Abhebra, and the same as Abhebra should be the very help, the the angelic company should bring into our surroundings, like you were talking earlier, strengthen our purpose, bind our hearts to face the problems of life, the influence that uh, they bring should stay with us, and their souls should blend with ours so that they, so that this power should be an everlasting power. And that's, I, I'm done for now, I mean, but that's what I was reading today. Oh, and, sorry, <laughs> I found... I found Ahiba, I mean Amareth, in its full definition, which, as Joan said, is forgiveness. And it's yeah. in, it's, um, I'm trying to see what the name of the section is in, uh, what do you call it? Um, Safa, the book of Safa, in the chapter, uh, the section called The Basis of the Vida. And it oh. is number 33. Amoreth, forgiveness, and then he gives different spellings and names of it. To make mm-hmm. oneself, now this this hit me really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. To make oneself childlike and willing to learn. To mm-hmm. make one's soul like a sieve that it will not hold anger. Okay, so wait a minute now. Hold up, hold up now. Now you said that's in the book. Book, it's in the book of Safa. Okay, wait a minute. I have a paper. We have a paper on that. Um, if people would like to have it, I'll be glad to send it. Um, I'll post it. Um, I can send it to you personally. Those that have computers, those of you that don't, I'll just drop it in the mail. Okay, well, you can send it to me. I don't have no problem with it. I just wanted to write it down, uh, you know, in my double writing. And if I may... Actually, you know, um, Amleth and Ahiba is one of the foundations of faithism. It's to be able to forgive 
and to honestly forgive within your heart, not mm-hmm. just say, well, I forgive you and let it go at that when you haven't done the work of thinking thinking it through. It's a very profound thing, and it's not to be taken lightly. But I'll be very happy to send uh, Amrith and Nehiba to everybody. (laughs) Uh, And following up up with that, I'd like to read that section again, because I think it's it's very profound. And if it's okay, everybody okay with me reading it again? Uh, Amrith, forgiveness. Okay. Hello? Yep. Hold up for one second. Hold up. Hold up. I'm just writing it down real quick, if you don't mind. Okay. Go ahead. Say it again now. Okay, amorous, forgiveness, and then it gives net different names in different languages. I'm going to go again. Amorous, forgiveness, to make oneself childlike and willing to learn, to make one's soul like a sieve that it will not hold anger. Wow. Now, that's, that to me is really deep to have oh, yeah. that um, childlike innocence and to let you know, look we may things are going to trip the beast body we may feel initial anger rage when I watch Mr. Supposed President you know who sometimes that and we said no that he's still my brother he's still a child of the creator I love him I don't I hate what he's doing Boom. I don't even hate what he's doing. I dislike what he's doing because I'm not going to go there, though I do go there. Uh, <laughs> I try to get out from under there. Uh, and so these are powerful images and the childlikeness of it. Um, may, I, may, I, may I speak about it? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, this is Sarah. Uh, so about the whole thing, but especially the childlike. So... Some of you know that I was taking a a 13-month course for 13 life principles. And if you live those principles, basically they're all part of the essence of Awasu. Mm -hmm. But in one of those principles about checking ego, and uh, because when something comes up and we're attached to it, we have a a reaction, it's a window to us that that isn't who we really are, that isn't part of our our um, authentic self, that person who, and I will take you back to the third principle, open, curious, innocent of a young child. When you, you before you mutate. You're breaking up a little bit, so could you repeat those, oh, the, the, the principles? Yes, it was good. Okay, is it any better? Well, let's try. I can go outside. Maybe this will be better. You're sounding better right now. Better, better? I'm getting closer yeah. to the modem. You're good. Okay, good. Okay. So where, did, where did you lose me? Well, the thing, the thing about introspective of who we really are and what's running out. It's still, still breaking up. Oh, boy. Um, very echoey. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a never mind. Well, it sounds a very important point. Um, try again. Point. And very poignant. But um, 
maybe the reception will get better later, and I'll come back. Oh, okay, because it, 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 it comes in and out and then breaks and gets kind of yeah, whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's too buggy for you. You guys sound great to me, so I just have it on you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, Hello? Hello? Hi, yeah, this is Maya. Oh, hi, Maya. Hi. Yeah, I was just going to say, if everybody goes on mute except the individual speaking, perhaps you won't hear the echo. So if everybody goes on mute except the person speaking, I think you might hear it better. So you might want to try that. Um, we could try. And what is mute again? It's um, star six, is it? I'm not sure. I don't want to lose the call. Yeah, I think um, it's star six. It's star six. Star six? Okay, so... Um, Carol Sue, get ready to say that again. Can everybody hit star six when when she's finished? Then you know, open it up, okay? Okay, but if it doesn't work, let's let's figure it out right away. If it doesn't work, let's figure um, it out. Is this any better? Or are you still yeah, you're sounding. Well, say a cup. Say a sentence. Any kind of sentence. Okay. So um, many of you know that I was I, I was saying a 13-month course. No, it's still. Let's try it. Okay, you make the statement. We're going to do star six. When you say, when you finish it, say finished, and then we'll, how do you unmute? Do you hit star six again, right? I think so. I think so. What was that, Michael? Oh, that's a good what? question. I know that. I would guess, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, all right, everybody except Carol Sue do star six. Carol Sue, you say when you're finished, and we'll star six again. Okay. And if so, you can't understand, you tell me about yeah. the phone. And we'll tell you after, when we come back on, but I'm going to do star. Ready, folks? Star six. Hi, is this any better? Can you hear better? Um, I took a course since I've been doing this whole year called the 13 Life Principles. And when you live those 13 Life Principles, um, you become transformed and ready. Ready? You're not really. We're not ready to help the world till we help ourselves, which is what I think this whole thing is saying. We have to. Uh, get back to our authentic self instead of the the conditioning the negative conditioning that is running us and 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 those are the the evil things that pop up um that aren't who we really are it's not who we were born to be so in any case what i was saying was the whole idea is to get back to and the third principle is uh innocent um curious innocent um, no, no, I forgot. I forgot what the, the order is. Open, curious, innocence. So the whole point is to get back to when we were a, a child, before we were tainted. That 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 thing that you were talking about. I don't know if you can understand me, uh, but it, it goes back to being open, curious, innocent, a child before we. Before we knew to fear and hate and have anger. Anyway, I've been working on myself and it is a chore. Uh, and especially looking at those guilt that are we deny that we have. They're called denial guilt and I'm finding my own denial guilt. 
and having to be honest and looking at myself and it's tough. I understand what Joan was saying. It's tough. Anyway, that's what I, that's, I'm done. Okay. All right. So we back, I, you were very clear, Carol, at least on my side here. You were very clear. Yeah, you were definitely clear on my side. Definitely better. Yeah. Um, better. I would also better. insert here that, and it's, again, you know, the, the Tetrax got their their thing, right? So I would say I agree 100% with becoming childlike. It's negative is childish. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's, okay. I'm sitting on my lip. I'm, I don't know what you do with mommy. You know. Um, so, yeah. Peter, uh, did you say that uh, it was in the book of High Dan that that scripture that you were talking about? Are you talking about? Um, no, you're, are you talking about the, the uh, Amoreth? Uh, I mean, no, the forgiveness, yeah, something. Yeah, it's in no, it's in the book of Safa, and it's in the ver the section called the basis of the verdict. V V D Verdi V E R D E I guess. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's, toward the end. it's toward the end of the book of Vernon. All right. Toward the end. Look toward the end. I'm I'm towards the end. I mean, what first? It's the whole. It's thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay, I'm there. That's why I wanted to make sure. Oh, that's interesting, too. 33 is the number of man. That's right. Okay, well, I didn't go through all that, but thanks. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'll just try to get that. All right. Yeah, I know 33 of man, but thanks for sharing that. I'm just trying to get there. I was good. Now, listen, I'm going to go to Richardson. I haven't I haven't heard from yet, and I'm, we've been talking, Richardson. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hear uh, yeah. So, any any okay, comments? Um, I actually have a question. I don't have a comment, but I do enjoy. I'm enjoying the conversation. It's very interesting. And um, my question is, as far as the Belial the um, tech track of worthlessness. Mm. I wanted to ask, is it a spiritual worthlessness as in your spiritual grade they're referring to, or is it a physical worthlessness? It, it's just to feel, well, I, I think it's, a, it, it's more than one kind of work. If you, okay, I'll be open with myself in, in reading one of my astrological things in a, in a, in one of the books on astrology that I read. And I have, um, I think it's a secret language of des- destiny. It's a very big book. Okay. But my life path by that, and it fits because it is, is life path 44, and it's about confidence. My problem, though it may not sound because I'm talking a lot here on this, over the years has been a sense of not having enough confidence in myself, a feeling of worthlessness. A feeling. Okay, got it. So we we can have a proper I am a worthwhile human being. Because one of the things the Tetrics do, along with the Druids, is make one feel or try to make one feel that they can't do it while you try and there's no chance, you're bad, you're whatever. That's so and then we become we can come become attached 
or magnetically connected to a feeling of worthlessness. On the other side, we can get a sense of over-worthwhileness. Well, I'm the one. I can wait. You know, the, wow. as, as someone said that we all know, I don't know if the Republicans can do it. I don't think the Democrats can do it, but I know I can do it. We know who that is, right? Um, right, right. Like <laughs> Okay, so the the exaggeration in either way gets in the way of healthy self-analysis and becomes self-criticism or abundant self-praise. Mm. Okay. So right. yeah, it works it works both ways. It could be a yeah. feeling that someone imposed upon you to make you feel less right. confident well, in yourself. To get it from a parent who may be overbearing. I mean, there's so many different ways. A teacher, someone ridiculing you at a at an important period in your development. Mm-hmm. And the Got other it. way around, someone over praising you where you think you're all that. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or as a friend of mine used to say, what you think they were all that in a bag of chips, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. Right. That makes sense. That makes yeah. Sense. So again, there's so many different ways we can get trapped, and often even with parents. Um, and I had this because it took me a long time to understand it. My my father's sense of humor is kind of bizarre. And when I was younger, I thought he was making fun of me, but he was making he was kidding me. I took it literally. Okay. So sometimes mm-hmm. we get damaged when the person who damaged us isn't a, it doesn't have a clue that it's having this effect on them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. And an example, too, what we do, I think everybody does to some extent or has done it with their kids. When you start telling your kid he's bad, they're going to want to be what you tell them. If you say you are acting bad but you're good, then they realize that they can change their behavior. And this without mm-hmm. point at a person and we all have the child, the little one in us in a different sense that I'm speaking about it here, that when we're told we are a certain way, we want to fulfill the prophecy. Yeah. So then we take on that characteristic. So I think it's very important to with even with ourselves. I hear myself and I had this with my handicap, you know, really putting myself down, you know. And, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got, you know, when I started learning this stuff, I can't do that. I can say, okay, Peter, you messed up, but not you stupid bastard. Why are you doing this? You're no good. That doesn't work. So, again, we are our own worst enemy. So our tetracts will also be our undoers in bolstering our self-destructive thing. Since it's mm. part of Andromanius, its one intention is to stop us from evolving to what we can be. Mm. So we are our own worst enemy. Mm. Perfectly put, Peter. Thank you. So, you know, I've I've wrestled with this stuff, you know, a lot of years, and um, you, you can't give up is what I'm saying, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that darkness in ourselves and around us will make us try to feel worthless. Mm, right. 
or that we're so bad we're unredeemable. And and that's that's kind of the danger of what you were saying, you know, when the old school of you're going to go to hell, you're you're no good, you don't have a chance, you're going to go before the 5 o'clock train pulls out. Yeah, yeah that's not good at all. And the other part of that, if we have come from that, not to punish ourselves because yeah. we didn't know back then. So learn from it, but not punish. And it can be very difficult, the line between self-analysis and destructive self-criticism can be very thin. There's a, a trap with being overly confident. Uh, some people compensate for a low self-esteem by trying to act like they're overconfidence, overconfidence. Right. Have too much confidence. So either one is a trap to be uh, too low or too high. Right. Uh, I think uh, a certain fellow named George Armstrong Custer. (laughs) Who died for our sins. uh, Huh? Who died for our sins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You have to forgive me. I work... A long time with Native Americans. No, I I was raised by a lot of Native Americans, but I I just wasn't sure how you, you know, I just had to catch it. Uh, Old old yellow hair. Um, So, um, so we're like 7:43. We probably should start wrapping this up. Oh, oh, Maya, I I heard you, but I had have not uh, asked yet. What is some of your takes on what's been going on? Maya? I hear I hear Benny Goodman back there, but um <laughs> Maya, are you still with us? I don't know if she's unmuted. If you're still with us, you do star six. I'm sorry. Yeah, I double muted myself. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I came in late. Um oh. And um, but I, I I heard some of what you were saying, um, and I I definitely agree. I know that's an area that I've got to work on. Um, you know, because I I'm a middle of I'm the middle child in my family, and I often oh, okay. felt like. You know, I was left out, like I didn't measure up and this and that and the other thing. And that's something that I still deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself that, you know, the creator made me, you know, and he loves me no matter what, you know. And so that's just something I've got to continue to deal with, yeah, this, you know. And yeah. another thing I have to deal with, I love what you were saying. I came in as you were talking about how, we have to become as children. Mm-hmm. And I need to find out, um, I, I think you said it was in the book of Sefer? Safa, Sefer, whatever, however we, you want to pronounce it. And what it. was the chapter? It wasn't a chapter. It was a heading no. called The Basis of the VD or Verde. It's V-E-R something. Um, is, is anyone got the book open, we could spell it. It's yeah, V-E-D-E-Vedic. Yeah, from the Vedic, what became the Vedic or East Indian scriptures. Right. So it's V is Victor E-D-I? 
No, V E as in E. Right. So you're saying V is in Victor, E is in Ed. D is in so David, is in e is and another okay. E. Yeah. And well, you got it. It'll be in very bold black letters that okay. says basis of, and then you see the V, v-, v- Okay. And the chapter and the and the the thing is uh, verse 33. 33. Got I'm it. Going, I'm going to see if I can find it. It's toward the end of Safa. Yeah, it's okay. near the end of, of, of Safa. Um, okay, thank you. I mean, I, 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 that to me really speaks heavy. And if I can find it in time without going too much. Oh, don't worry about it. Whenever I get to my home and I pull it out, I'll I'll find it. Right. Thank well, I, I only because I really love it. Oh, I found it. So if anybody doesn't mind me, if you guys mind me reading it again, let me know before I open my mouth. Okay. Silence like okay. asking people to pray. It, verse 33, Amoreth, forgiveness, to make oneself childlike and willing to learn. To make one's soul like a sieve, that it will not hold anger. Mm-hmm. And um, I would refer you to also um, the Book of God's Word. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Book of God's Word we were talking about. Oh, oh gosh, no. Uh, Michael, do you have that um, quote? Oh, uh, yeah, the book of God's word, uh, chapter 11, verse 4. Is that it? Yeah, we were talking, and yeah, in fact, that whole chapter would be good to look with. We were talking, if you came in late, we were talking about Anromanius. And Anromanius is like, more like the old thing of Satan, you know, this large something bad thing, but it's it's uh-huh. called death. It's also called Satan. It's the external that negative force in in the universe. And right. And look up also in the book of Safa in the beginning in the Tablet of Sumer, the 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 idea of fate. But in in that whole part about Zarathustra, it's talking about if you take the cross of fate. So you have this uh-huh. cross, and in the corners, the four dark corners, is Anromanius. And it makes a, a uh-huh. statement there about Anromanius once was a person, but is a person uh-huh. no more, but Anromanius is a person to the evil or the unripe. And uh-huh. the four dark corner, corners are That's ignorance, uh-huh. selfishness, um, lust. lust and anger. Mm. Okay, those are mm. those are the four dark corners, and the and it talks about the tetracts of and Romanians. Mm. So the mm. social realities, the ne- that what people create and what is in the universe as the ne- negative, is it's not only a personal thing we have to work on; it can be a society thing. So the evil of a society, the selfishness of a society, um, mm-hmm. racism, uh, poverty, you know, 
things that I want money. I don't care what happens to other people. Um, that kind of. Um, so it's it's all that kind of thing. So there's, and it's what I find interesting. Um, and I just lost my thought. Shoot. Um, is that oh, in the word ignorance. And this, you know, I get things by playing with words. That's just how it works for me a lot of times. But in the word ignorance is ignorance. You, to, what Part of ignorance is if we, going back to self, I don't want to look at myself. I don't want to see this. I'm going to ignore this. Mm-hmm. So there's that kind of ignorance because we do not want to deal with it. I do not want to face Um, us from striving to, you know, not eat any animal products. You have the people say, I don't want to look at the fact that it's even good of me or hurting the animals because I want to eat my steak. Mmm. My goodness. That's a problem. So. I hear you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we all got a lot of work to do, and that's... <laughs> And that's why I think it's really important about Amaris. Forgive her, because in truth, we're all stumbling over our own feet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and anything that's good and lifts people up is of the Creator. And if they're going, mm-hmm. if they need Jesus, that's fine. If they need Buddha, at this, that's fine. Better that than um, than they, you know. Uh, get into I can do anything, any kind of behavior because I'm cool, I'm the boss. So, you know. And they'll come up because I'm God, son of Jehovah, is working on everybody here to come into the kingdom. Right. And it's working at people in the way that they're comfortable, they can be moved forward. Wow. Amen. I agree with that. What is it Joshua says in uh in the book of Eskra, pity those who sin. Pity those who make mistakes. You know, the Hebrew word for sin is taha, I believe. And it means off, missing the mark. Uh-huh. You, you know what, um, Peter? Um, it it kind of reminds me of when I wanted to be in my ignorance before I moved up to this level here, um, that when uh, when I was under the... Uh, Sabbath-keeping Israelites, and they told me I had to give up that, uh, give up that pork. And I, up, remember, yeah. I told, I told them I'm not gonna give up that pork or my uh, pizza every Friday, right? So, uh-huh. and then as soon as I put that pizza in my my mouth, where that angel who I was under, who loved not having that pork, said, "Do you love me more than that pork?" And I threw that whole pizza away in the trash and never ate pork again. But, uh, <laughs> That's why I had to laugh. And just like when the Most High told me in order for me to, uh, the true Most High told me in order for me to, to teach the Awasi, I had to give up the uh, meat. And he, and, and he took the desire away from me two years and a half ago. But I can relate to the being in the ignorance of being rebellious saying, well, I'm going to do it anyway. You food has, uh, you know, Food is, um, you know, the whole idea of comfort food. Food does has a kind of medicating 
quality of us. We, we're upset. We'll we'll eat. We'll probably usually overeat. Um, when things are bad, we want to go to something that's comfortable and easy that that we relate to since childhood. Yeah. Um, so we got to be understanding about folks slipping. I know every once in a while I slip to, to eating real cheese. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I suffer for it too, but it's like, and there is this chemical in cheese that bonds the mother cow to the calf that basically does work like a drug on us and makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we all got holes in our souls, and necessarily they're not the holes that are the sieve to get rid of anger. They're the, the holes we trip over. Uh, yeah, constantly working on it. Yeah. Right. So we're all works in progress, and I think this is what we got to remember: it not be <clears throat> too harsh with ourselves or too lenient. Mm-hmm. But if we are going to be anywhere about firm, we've got to be firm with ourselves more than with someone else. Right. Right. Um, so, um, folks, anybody want to do the closing out prayer? Hello? Hello? Richardson? Yeah. Somebody's going to do it. Do you want to do it? Whoever, Richardson, you're going to want to do it? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Um, Jehovah, Father, Mother, Creator, Om. We approach you in prayer tonight to thank you for this conference call. Um, we had a good discussion, a good discourse on Tetrax, and we pray that you give us the strength, courage, and wisdom to control and not express our Tetrax. And we pray, Jehovah, that you help us continue to worship, serve you, and praise your name. Mm. And we pray that you um, help us sleep well tonight and continue to be vigilant and strong in your faith. In faith, in your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And I want to put this out, folks, because you know, since this kind of job weekly is is me as as moderator any any feedback you want to give me because i'm i'm trying to do this the best i can and i don't know i may become overbearing at times or this and that so any any constructive criticism i'm open or any any compliments for them no you're doing a you're a great job peter really yeah peter yeah, that was a wonderful, a wonderful job, brother. I, I appreciate that, and I learned a, I learned a lot tonight uh, with that. And you've done a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. But like I said, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm open to, um, uh, of being there. I, I learned coming up, and I had, you know, I was like the, the baby, uh, with all these folks who, who became my older brothers and sisters. Most who were African American or Native American or mi- mixtures. And when I got out of hand, people just said, shut up, Peter. I said, okay, that's cool. <laughs> but then that's not right to say that in that way, too. They could say, well, can you kind of be quiet or something? Oh, yeah, but, I mean, I, I mean, these were people, like, you know, it's like, you know, they were like, you know, this one 
one <laughs> friend of mine expanded family. I mean, she was she was the clan mother, you know, she, like the Indian clans, the the moms and the grandmoms, you know. They okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew they knew more than I did, so why try to push it? <laughs> well, you dropped out. You dropped the golden nuggets on on me tonight, you know, because I did not see that in that thirty three and and a couple little things that you. So I written my stuff down so I could put in my practice in life, you know. Good. Well, you know, like with most scriptures, because even the scriptures we may consider this and that, that behind the angels that brought it are the truth of the Creator, and and there's reveals all that you can read the the Oaspi over and over and, and you keep on getting hit with as, as as we unfold with with more understanding of something you read maybe mm-hmm. ten times over already. Yeah. Um yeah, and same true. with with the other scriptures. You'll get you'll get past you know the the thing of asking even when you're dealing with the other scriptures, ask the creator what is the real meaning. One of the things mm-hmm. one of the things it says in, I think it's in Fragapati's part, is that, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the right thing. I'm just going a little blank. But um, that the light is, is in these things. And to understand, oh, ask the creator what, oh, I got it. Wait a minute. Since the word was impregnated in the world to be there steadfast, Mm-hmm. It did say it, the word would become corrupted, but it would not be dislodged. So when we read, even from the Christian Bible or the Hebrew Bible or the, the Hindu stuff, ask the Creator, what is the real interpretation here for me mm-hmm. to understand? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else, it's not for them to see it this way, but for me to understand how, what mm-hmm. is really being saying, what is it really saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. And and that'll be very helpful. So with this, folks, I am going to do star night and say adieu and have a beautiful night and thank you um, for participating in this. Hey, Peter, before... Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is Maya. Before you hang up, um, I, I really needed to hear what went on because I had a situation just this night that anger was a part of. So can you share with me what books were you reading out of so I can go over them? Uh, you're talking I about got the... Uh, uh, Maya, did you, did you not get the announcement that I sent out? Uh, did you text it, email? How did you send it? Email. I got your email. I thought I did, and I, I think I thought okay. I sent it. Cause the, so is it the in chapter, there? Because I'll look at it. The yeah, the, are, the, the I don't recall, but I don't there. Uh, again, with the Amareth, Ar- Ar- that's uh, in Safit and um, the basis of the Vide. Um, okay, I'll check it out. And right I now, I had all those things lying in front of me. Now I can't find... The, I think she's talking about them six scriptures. Um, uh, uh, yeah, she's talking is. about she's talking about the the, the pages. Um, oh, here I found all. Um, and Michael, correct me as I'm reading them here because 
I did make that one mistake. Uh, the first book of the Lord's. Okay. Um, chapter one, verse uh-huh. sixty-eight. Okay. Um, the book of Afa or Af, A P H, son of Jehovah. Okay. Um, X I I I. I had X I I, but I think it's X I I, verses nine, ten, and eleven. Okay. Um, book 13. of God's Word. Uh, okay. Chapter X I, uh, verse four. It's chapter okay. eleven, verse four. Chapter mm-hmm. eleven, yeah, X I eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give up with this Roman stuff and just. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah just give me the number. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, eleven. Chapter eleven. Yeah, that's eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, okay. Um, Book of Osiris. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah uh, Michael, you need to give it because I don't have the verse. I forgot to put the okay, verses, but it's chapter eleven two, I think. Chapter eleven, verse fourteen. Okay. And then, and then there's another one in the same book, Book of Osiris, chapter twelve, verse ten. Okay. And then there's the book of Senta Ahmed. And that's chapter 1, verse 21. Yeah, I'm going to throw in also 20, because I started with 20. I think it gives her a little more basis. I found that tonight when I looked it over. So 20 and 21 <laughs> in chapter I'm sorry. 1. Sepenta okay, okay. Armajah, daughter yes, of yes, Jehovah. Chapter okay. 1, verses 20 and 21. Got it. Now, okay. Maya, I need, I, I'm concerned. I thought I sent you the... Uh, let me ask you this. What email do you have? Because I have a few of them. I'm just curious which one I gave. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Okay. You don't have it in front of you? Okay. Don't well, worry about I have, it. Uh, let me, I guess this is the one, because it's one of the last one I listed. I okay. have M-B as in Bob, Y-I-S at AOL.com. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I need to get a Yeah. Okay. I will look. I will look in that and see, because I'm sure if you sent it, it's there. Yeah, because Michael, Michael, if you have a computer, Michael's really good at um, getting the announcements out. And, Got uh, it. Okay. I'm going to be changing that, but whenever I do, I'll, I'll give you the new one. But I'm sure okay. it's there. I've just been really busy, and I haven't had a chance to really get into that particular one. But I'll, I'll check it out. I'm sure it's there. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. So did I? I'm gonna anyway. I'm gonna stop the recording. Listen. Okay. I have another.